What's up, y'all? We have a very fun collage of an episode for you. Show's going to start out with some documentary footage of a film we're going to be in on Quibi. We just used some of the interview audio to uh, catch you up on what's going on with us. So you'll hear from us three weeks into having a child and then six weeks into having a child. And then we'll talk about some spicy stuff at the end of the episode from that same documentary interview. Do you have anything you want to add before this podcast starts, hon? No, thank you. (laughs) She's holding our sleeping child right now, and they look so adorable. She does look very cute right now, even though she should be sleeping in her crib. (laughs) But it's fine. It's fine. This is normal for this age. I'm going through it, everyone. Who cares about Ross and Patrick? I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? Who cares? We care. Gross. (laughs) Hey, guys. We are here and still alive in Bushwick. It's July... We gave birth to this child oh, on... we. <laughs> we. We're polyamorous, so we all contribute <laughs> to our relationships. Ross gave birth to Francis Susan on June 15th, 2020. We're so happy. We are. We are. We're doing it. We're actually... We're leaving tomorrow after three weeks of basically being inside of our apartment... Uh, like 90% of the time because uh, we're quarantining before we go to my family's house. Um, so we're very excited to do simple things like take walks. Yeah, we're going to go outside. We're it's going to be amazing. We're going to go outside. <laughs> uh, but we handled it. Yeah. No, like, severe mental breakdowns or anything. No. no. I'm crying, like, every other day, but nothing too dramatic for me crying every other day she's cried every day but yeah but not for two prolonged periods of time but uh it's hard to see her face in this position i tried to show a little bit but we uh upon sending pictures around to all of our friends and loved ones uh one of the first things people say is how much she looks like me so this is 100 (laughs) percent 100 percent my child uh yeah we're we're confident (laughs) so we're very happy and even if it wasn't i still would have been in love with this little thing it's impossible to not love a baby yeah i mean even when she's screaming crying you're still like god you're so cute i just wish you weren't screaming and crying yeah but she's most of the time she's like this so i'm trying to be grateful we probably have a good one yeah She'll be three weeks old tomorrow, so we're still getting to know. Tomorrow being what? June? July 6th. <laughs> Where am I? What's happening? What month? Yeah. Oh, my God. What a fucking weird life all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah, the pandemic has been <sighs> totally surreal. Time has totally warped. Because that was your last, I mean... Half of March, April, May, June. That's like three and a half months yeah. of your pregnancy. 
was during this weird lockdown, total economic uncertainty. Yeah. We've had to really figure out how we're going to manage and get by with all of that. Which thankfully unemployment and pandemic assistance has come through. So we do have um, an unexpected paid uh, paternal leave, yeah. <laughs> so, which uh, not everyone is fortunate enough to have as freelancers. Uh, and we're just kind of taking it one day at a time. Like we don't, we don't really know what the future's gonna be like in terms of our jobs or whatever, but um, you know, we have a roof over our heads. We have family, we have friends, food in the fridge. Like we'll, we'll be okay. Yeah. There's quite a stomach rumbling going on. <laughs> a lot of talk about peas and poops around here. Yeah, if we could capture a shark right now for oh, you guys, man. that would be amazing. The scat is off the chain. No, just kidding. I'll put, I'll put this little mic next to her. And, and let me tell you, labor and birth, holy shit. We're already talking vasectomy for this guy. Yeah. So. <laughs> Our daughter is six weeks old today. Yes. And we are we... driving around in your hometown, and, and you're a mom. You're driving a Volvo right now. I'm driving a Volvo. My mom's Volvo, because I'm a mom in my hometown. We just went to stop and shop to get dog food for our other daughter. Mm-hmm. And our human daughter is with your mother, a.k.a. Grandma, a.k.a. Jonesy. Yes. And this is all very surreal. Is it not? It's pretty surreal, and I actually feel like I'm being very neglectful because she's on her second bottle today, and I don't feel like I've fed her or held her enough. I want to remind so. you that while FaceTiming with my mother, a.k.a. Grandma number two, mm -hmm. you did shove your tit right in our baby's face. Yes. You boob, you boob boarded her. Yes. It was a waterboarding. A milk boarding. Out of comfort. And she was very happy that you did that. So you've been a great mom today. I know, I know. And I'm I want just... you to know, I'm looking at the clock. We've been away from our child for exactly 32 minutes. So It's too much. It's too much? It's too long. <laughs> in 2020, in this society, you can't stop watching your child for one minute. Um... No, we've gotten, I've gotten more comfortable leaving her occasionally. I had a, a pedicure that my mom was actually nice enough to get for me on uh, Saturday morning, and I was gone for almost two hours, which felt kind of intense. In the first couple of weeks when she was born, she was so sleepy from just being a newborn and possibly from the epidural <laughs> that I received. So she was sleeping just like the whole time. Yeah with intermittent waking up and, and feeding. But now she's like a lot more active and awake. And um, I'm even driving like a mom. I'm not paying attention <laughs> to lights. Well, I don't you know. should probably not be podcasting while driving, but yeah. and that's fault my is fault. That? That Dad. Is Dad's fault. Dad's like to multitask. When I'm soothing my child, I've got a pacifier in her mouth and patting her butt with the same hand I'm holding her with while navigating Netflix with my other arm. I think moms are more known for multitasking, but yes, you, okay. are, you are a multitasking dad, for sure. Yeah, and I'm a dad. You're a dad, how does that feel? It's really weird. 
like I there are moments I'm looking down at this human that I watched I witnessed come out of your yep, body you bore witness and 100% of the people we send photos to say that is definitely Patrick's child which whew, yeah. thank goodness right everybody I look at that face very often and I think that oh yeah like that's my kid right there like I saw it born and it's <laughs> there are still moments where I have to sort of pinch myself like oh yeah. yeah we did this and this is happening and it's amazing but it it's still in the surreal zone uh occasionally for the I, most part I think a lot of the time honestly I mean it's like reality like we're in the moment having to like deal with her and feed her and keep her alive and like falling in love with her and kissing her and changing her diaper but like when you step back, that's when it's... What? Yeah. Like, what in the fuck is going on? Like... Yeah. Yeah, because you're sort of in the... Tr- like, if you're in the trenches returning fire at the enemy, <laughs> you probably forget about the big level politics involved in the war. Huh. This is a dad analogy. How's this metaphor? Doing violence. I mean, it's a bit of a war. It's a bit of a battle. Sure. I guess. Um, it doesn't feel... It's... Well... I guess the sleep deprivation aspect you can really compare to war times because they actually, like, use that as, like, a torture device. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, I don't know. Maybe we're just getting used to it. I'm not exactly sure. Maybe because we don't have to... The fact that neither of us have to go to work, like, that kind of... I forgot about that, that, like, a lot of people have to go back to work around this time and they're still, like, getting their bearings. Yeah. Well, let's check in. So six weeks. Six, <laughs> I thought that's what we were doing. We're six weeks. <laughs> six weeks today, and mm-hmm. you had your six-week postpartum doctor appointment by phone. Yes. For yourself today, mm-hmm. you checked in with them about your body, your bleeding, etc. Yes. What What are the headlines in that department? She can exercise. You can. She, yes, she. She can exercise. She can swim. She can fuck. She can bang. <laughs> can she bang while swimming? Oh, I wouldn't advise that, no. I wouldn't you, advise her to do that. You're never into that anyway. No. And nobody should be. It's, like, not a good idea. It's, it, it looks cool on a yeah, film. Yeah, no. It, the idea sea of Sea water, ocean, like, pool water, like, none of that should be in your vagina. Like... You just should not run that risk. I so. always did love a post-beach lay. Like, a, you're covered in salt. Oh, fucking after the beach? Yeah, like, you um, got back home, you're all salty, you're sweaty, you smell a little funky from the beach. Yeah. And you just go for it. That's pretty fun. Yeah, we probably did that at um, Camp Rockaway last summer, right? Yeah, probably Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, yeah. Probably here in your childhood home. I don't know. I don't feel like we've done a lot of fucking here. Well, certainly not on this trip. <laughs> no, but we can. Yeah, no. We can. Or doctor's orders. With our baby in the bassinet right next to the bed. Doctor's orders. You want right. to talk more? I would love to get more mileage out of this, but I think we should just record little bits when we can, and I'll put together an episode. Okay. Because we're back at the house That's now. That's not like an experiment, as you like to say. Yeah, we're doing a lot of experimentation. We're seeing how things feel. Not the type of experimentation we were doing prior to baby. 
prior to pregnancy. Right. Now we're doing experimenting with let's try breastfeeding at this time. Yeah. Let's try pumping your boobs and just dumping the milk out. Yep. Let's see what it feels like to walk the dog with the stroller. A lot of experimenting with logistical. It's logistic experimentation. Yeah. A lot of practice runs. Yes. Which, so that's what this is right now. Which and then, you make fun of me for, but we've seen it work out. I make fun us. of it, but it's helpful. Yeah. I'm not, my making fun of it is not uh, thinking it's a bad idea. It's just like, you're funny. And to paint the picture, it's like, I'm the dad who's like, all right, kids, we're going to go full camping gear in the backyard for this weekend <laughs> to prepare for next weekend's camping trip. Like, let's use the stove. Let's try that tent. Let's see if it's waterproof. I appreciate it. You're you're good at just being like, let's go slow. Let's yeah. be methodical. I think taking the approach of like, let's experiment. Let's see how this feels is like low pressure. It's immediately taking the pressure off, mm -hmm. which I need. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of new mom anxiety. Yeah. And right now we will see what it feels like to do this episode of the podcast, you know, five to eight minutes at a time. And bits and pieces. We can maybe do more the next time. I just... I do want to go to I'm my... i go check your little baby. I want to go to my baby. You want to see if she's okay after 36 <laughs> Which, of minutes? Of course she is. She's with my mother. My mother's obsessed with her. It's fine. But I just... I miss her, I guess. I guess that's what this is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right, let's go in. I'm also hungry. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy the rest of this episode. Asleep on the beach. The Franny Sue story. Are we rolling, rolling? We are rolling. We're rolling, rolling. Her second trip to the beach. Yep. Success. How do you feel? You got to submerge. Ugh. It felt really good. The water looks... Actually, when we were here last week, Ocean Beach Park in New London, Connecticut, uh, the water looked a little more gross Yeah, to it was me. very fresh and clear today yeah right and uh yeah i'm at the beach with my freaking daughter yeah it's pretty nice right it's really just huge to get out of the house <laughs> yes on our way here we were remarking on the groundhog day nature of reality right now yeah which i think is the truth for everyone but yeah right now like we are hidden away in connecticut at your parents house and i guess it would feel like groundhog day anyway even if we were at our apartment because it's just like yeah. the newborn phase yeah of keeping things together a lot of routines keeping things together keeping the routines together tracking the routines, seeing if they're working uh yeah it's like clean a diaper put a boob in her mouth try to get her to sleep repeat times a hundred throughout the day yeah but <coughs> um it is nice to know we can manage though because i feel like once we get back to new york i think i'll probably want to go to mccarran more than maria hernandez to be quite frank but that's just because there's so much tree cover a lot more space. More space, yeah. It just kind of feels like it might be a little easier to enjoy ourselves there, even though it is rather classist of me to want to drive to McCarran and not be in my own park. But well, you want 
Francis to hang out with her rich friends like no. Peggy. Oh, so. Peggy. No, I don't want that. But in terms of sunshine, exposing my fair little child to the sun and COVID, Marie Hernandez is a little bit more of a, a crapshoot. But anyway. And we should enjoy McCarran before we move out of the city permanently and become suburban people. That is a hypothetical, everyone. Don't don't worry, okay? Did you miss us, everybody? We missed you. We did. By the way. How are you? Are you guys all holding up? It's been what? Like, when was the last time we recorded? I can't even remember. Was it a it, week or two before I gave birth? I think so. I can't remember either. Uh, um, well, anyways, it's been a while. Yeah. At least a month and a half, if not two. Yeah, I, def- I do think we recorded after I was sick with COVID. Yeah. Yeah, we well, did. we think it was COVID. We did a, <laughs> we did a couple. Um, but we're going to try to be back, I think. Yeah. We've missed you. We feel like we have a slight grip on new parenthood. These horse flies are really something, huh? Yeah, there's flies repeatedly landing on me. Are they landing on you? Yeah, then, I mean, they're doing like a little bite pinch situation. It's fucking annoying and gross. <laughs> so, if I sound distant, it's because I'm... Managing horse fly bites. Oh, that's annoying. No there's jellyfish like an... today, but horse flies. You know, you can't win them all. Yeah. But as long as well, I don't bite my baby. What what does this feel like for you to be Oh, he's going into interview mode, everybody okay? Well, just like I don't know, it's it's like well talk about talk about this transition of love mm. you've experienced in the last mm. four or five days. Yeah, probably I would because she's six weeks today, I would say between four and six weeks there's been a slow change from totally terrified like and I keep saying to you I've always loved her but I feel like I'm falling in love with her Mm. now and my like gut-wrenching fear uh has subsided for the time being I'm sure it'll return at some other growth period (laughs) but like I haven't cried in a while right yeah no um where I was crying, like, probably a handful of times a week for the first, like, four weeks, I feel like. Yeah, and sometimes it was cries coming from fear, sometimes from anger, sometimes from resentment. Usually always fear at the base, though. Like, yeah. it might be a catalyst of something else, but, like, crying initially would just bring me to a place of, like, oh, yeah, I'm so scared. Yeah. You know? Um... So, yeah, I haven't cried in the past couple weeks. I think it's been a couple weeks. Because I'm feeling, you know, like I'm getting it a little bit easier. I can, like, predict some things that she's going to do. Her crying doesn't, like, make me want to die in the same way. (laughs) I keep reminding myself that... um, that is her only form of communication. Mm -hmm. So that's how she has to tell us things. Um, and we've been lucky that we've only had like a couple times, like a couple days where she was like really crying. Inconsolable. Yeah. 
Um, and even then, it wasn't, like, relentless. Yeah. Like, we were able to get brief periods of, like, getting her to chill out. But it was, you know, two to three hours of working very hard to try to chill her out. Yeah. <laughs> Which is exhausting. So, God bless all those parents who have colic, colicky babies. And another thing. <laughs> I'm really... I really hate this idea, this concept of good versus bad babies. Yeah. Oh, is she a good baby? It really is fucking she a good baby? Me. Because, like, it's just another binary we're, like, living our lives yeah. by, which, like, is... Oh, well, he was a good baby growing up, so... And I don't feel like anybody asked you, is, it, is she a bad baby? But it's, like... Obviously, that's what the juxtaposition to good is. Next time someone says, is she a good baby? Maybe we say, actually, she's a hell beast who can't be controlled or soothed. And we regret every second of this. <laughs> and then we're like, no, just kidding. <laughs> no, she's a good baby. Just kidding. She's a good baby. There um, goes some good babies. Those are like eight-year-old boys chasing good. seagulls. Some kids taking care of our seagull problem. Thank God somebody's doing something about it. Um, so but that's, yeah, it's just, and it's like people can't help themselves. They just can't yeah. help themselves but ask you that. She could sleep her. She could baby. She could eat her. It's like, no, she's six weeks old. She's afraid of everything. She doesn't even and know. And so what, am I. She still doesn't know what her arms are. <laughs> so, no. Everything. And that doesn't make her good or bad. It just makes her an infant. A baby. Turns out she's a baby. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway, it's just another way I hate the binary, letting everybody know. Pardon if we're jumping all over the place here, but yesterday we were FaceTiming with my mother, who I had to get I had to get some backstory on this because when I was a kid, oh my, my mom God. babysat like everyone in the neighborhood, and she was saying that when my sister was Frances's age, and I was a year older than that, my mother had Which like is basically just two babies. Two, yeah, two babies, <laughs> plus two other babies of those same ages, plus, like, seven other random toddlers. Yeah, and your brother was, would have been how old? Like, four or five? Yeah. Just managing, like, ten random humans. By on, herself. All under the age of five, by herself, in our house, for, for the rate... The, yes, ladies and gentlemen. The low, low price. <laughs> you too can have your child supervised by Betty Ann for the low, low price of $2 an hour. <laughs> I feel like both of our jaws dropped yeah. when she said that. I'm like, is that in direct correlation to the quality of care that yeah. people are receiving? I mean, we're talking 1982, 1983, but still, like... Kids were sleeping on their stomachs with blankets, <laughs> with pillows. Yeah. Okay? Eating solid foods. <laughs> right out the gate. Chewing on Legos. Anything <laughs> choking size. We're still here to tell the tale. Well, I do remember Megan Barnhart got her finger smashed in one of our windows, and it was... The vision I have of it is that it was hanging by a thread, but I think that's just how the story got told. That's just your kid memory. But anyway, I, I mentioned this just in relation to the fact that, like, we, like, this is hard. Like, that with one so infant, like, there are times in the night where I don't know what time it is. I'm changing a diaper. I'm, like, half asleep, and I... um which I, have, I can't make sense of reality. I have know? been meaning to ask 
like, are you, are you awake enough where like, if you felt like you shouldn't be holding her because you're too tired, you would put her down? Yes, of okay. course. <laughs> okay. No, it's never, it's. Because sometimes I'm like, is he okay? No, what I'm doing, what I'm usually doing is minimizing my interactions with you and I'm, <laughs> and I'm, I'm keeping my eyes sort of half closed so that I can get back to sleep easier. But you feel safe. Yeah. With her. Yeah, like all of my motor skills and basic okay. functions are focused on clutching her. All right. Uh, what else was I going to ask you? Because uh, I have been meaning to ask you. I'm like, you feel safe, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I would definitely tell you. Because you're like, you're in a state. Yeah, and I mean, I think it was two Sunday mornings ago, I was very in a state where I, like, literally felt drunk in the middle of the night. It was, like, our, one of our first nights here. Yeah. And I was just, The transition like, from New York to here was a little rocky, I think, too. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say, is calming a f- baby who's freaking out is challenging, especially when... Uh, there are observers around or I mean, an audience. I don't do well with an audience regardless, but then add like the emotional triggers of my parents just like staring, not doing anything. But like their energies are both so different. My dad is like, I literally have no idea what to do or anything to offer. And then my mom is like, can I douse this fire in water like right now? <laughs> yeah, for you? With, with many things she's very good at, but like all offered at the same time. Yes. Like she jumps into action. She we we've been saying she scissor kicks into action. <laughs> yes. Which is overall very appreciated. Absolutely. Uh but it was very hard the first night we arrived, we traveled in the car. Uh it was a marathon day of driving. It was like 4 hours of driving. It was hard. Yeah, it was a uh, hard day. And and it turns out infants They'll be quiet on a drive because it's soothing, all that white noise. <laughs> but then... But when you <laughs> unleash them after getting out of the car, she ain't going to be happy. No. And our child wasn't happy for what felt like several hours. Yeah, it was rough. Uh, so was your parents... Ex- that was an explosive diarrhea. Yeah. And your parents' first meeting of her was just inconsolable crying. And I felt... Like, it's just so hard not to be in your head about, like, I actually, I feel like, I mean, it's always good to have these, as you've been saying, like, let's experiment. Like, that felt like an experiment that we didn't ask for because it's like, there's just going to be those times. And like, now they don't bother me quite as much. And I just know what I need to do. Like, like, I need space in those situations with you, like you and I, like, go away. Hide away. <laughs> but also the heat exacerbates it. So it's like when there's something, when she's really fussy, it's like, I just have to go to the AC, which is yeah. only in our bedroom. So it's like, first things first, I'm going to a cooler place mm-hmm. so that I can like navigate this without like sweating my tits off also. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. How, how about when I told you, because I wanted to spell this out to you. I think a few days after I, we arrived here, so around having, when Francis was three weeks old, I said, by the way, I just want you to know, I, um, 
It doesn't like bother me when she cries. Like I kind of don't hear it when she cries. <laughs> I I don't know I I don't know what that is. It's like I compartmentalize it or I just tune it out. I obviously respond to it, and I know that a crying baby needs something. Um, but I don't know what that is. Like genetically, like does the man not need? Oh. Does the man not care for a reason or not hear it for a reason? I don't think it's that you don't care. I think that I care on like an insane level. Not insane like it's a problem, but that like Like there's, cave woman? Yes, like there is like literally my hormones and DNA. Like she, yeah, like she came out of me, you know? It's in your bones. Yeah, it's just next level. And any like woman I talked to that has had a child and I've only talked to women even though I know people of all kinds have babies uh, they've said the same thing but yeah. it's just like it it like cuts deep Yeah. especially in the beginning because you're so fucking scared and you don't know what you're doing and then like this little human that you're responsible for is screaming their face off and you're just like oh my god like help this thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> help this thing and I don't know what it is that they need even though you kind of do but you have to like get yourself to calm down to do yeah. it and yeah I just think it's I do think it's like just some real biological shit that yeah. like mom and baby are birther and birthed yeah. are connected in a way that is like deep they're connected in a way that I will never get to be connected her <laughs> with her body. But close, but close. Yeah, um, I was listening to Oprah talk to Marianne Williamson on her oh. podcast. This is where Patrick is on his dad journey right now. <laughs> He's decided to open up Marianne Williamson. Which everybody, everybody else, else closed, closed those books. Book. <laughs> He's opening them. I'm like 2020 post-racial America. Time for me to double down <laughs> on white spiritual in. gurus. Time to get in to the freak show that is Marianne Williamson. Anyway, I'm loving it. Uh, <laughs> but on this podcast episode, she was saying that uh, uh, mammals, it's usually the mother taking care of the children. Like... Mm-hmm with a fierce uh, protection. Um, I'm getting an eyeful here on the beach, everybody. Uh, oh, very no. distracted. The drunks? Yeah, there's like a, there's some beach squatters, I think, and um, it's quite a duo. I'm not going to oh, describe... Oh, this one that came out. I'm not going to get into describing, but I'm just a little... I lost my train of thought. Oh, it's yeah. it's... It's, the women are the protectors, and the women take care of all the that kind of business. Uh, and it was just interesting to think, like she was saying, like, all mammals, that's how it is. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. It's, it's definitely some biological shit. But at the same time, uh, we do live in a society where men are stepping up, and or the other partners are stepping up. The non- pregnant partners mm-hmm. uh, and you have certainly done just so and uh, I was telling your mom that I just feel so lucky I was telling my mom and your mom 
And your mom was like, well, I definitely did it on my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, it sounds, like my, it sounds like my mom did too, honestly. You know, yeah. it's like, and it's funny. My mom was saying, my mom was uh, getting a pedicure. Which she also paid for me to get a pedicure, which was very nice of her, uh, to so I could have some new mom away time. Uh, and and she, new mom nails. And new mom nails. And she said that she was singing your praises to the lovely woman, Laura, uh, who did both of our pedicures about how amazing you've been and how much you show up and, you know, you're so available, blah, blah, blah. And the response is, oh, my God, she's so lucky. Yeah. You know? And, like, that sucks. Well, I mean, I'm curious how different that would be if I were working. Sure. You know? I mean, how lucky are we that we were that able to... That a pandemic to... hit? <laughs> <coughs> and that we were able to be taken, be taken care of by the state of New York. I know. It's true. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm loving it. I'm loving... Uh, being a nurturer and a protector. And you said at one point, I think early on, that you felt like you had done this before, like yeah. in another life. Yeah, I think, uh, I honestly feel very in, in tune with her and... You seem it. Intuitive to... Calm. How to do stuff. Uh, and yeah, just kind of like patient. I don't know, I feel very patient um, you're a very good caretaker. And I can tell that you're also in love with her. Yeah, I love her. She's, uh... But are you in love? Yeah, I'm very in love. I'm still not in that place where I, like, want to cry over anything. <laughs> which, I think it's just because I'm on guard. Yeah. I'm on, like, this ready mode constantly. Yeah. I'm sure, if, like, when she graduates, like, kindergarten or, like, has a recital of some kind and there are other adults clearly taking care of her and protecting her I will be able to relax and have a good cry about how <laughs> proud I am that we made her and yeah. that she exists and yeah that... neither of us cried when she was born no but I mean we know I don't cry in moments where people are expected to cry that's like not my thing like no. I'll cry all the other times but I'm not gonna cry when like you think I should no you're not here for the sentimentality <laughs> It's not that I'm not here for the sentimentality, but uh, it was, you know, it's just like shock and awe. Like, we're both just like staring at this person being like, oh my God, like, this is our daughter? What? It's crazy. We'll have to tell the birth story on some episode. Yeah. Maybe we can do it in the context of how important help is. You know, we could talk about doula stuff. Yes. Um... But maybe, getting... Yeah, we're going to wind down this little sesh here, but I wanted to tease a little bit. Maybe okay. we'll do one more recording session for this episode, and when we check in again, we can talk about all the things that people keep asking us who know what's going on with us. Are you really going to keep dating other people? How are you going to oh, handle yes. your sex lives, etc.? So we'll come back and talk about all that stuff. So That's also Frances, if you can hear her. <laughs> I'm sure they can. All right. Bye, guys. Oh, but keep listening. We're going to come back.
Uh, I'll share an anecdote relating to the topic of this project. Um, Ross's boyfriend mm. texted... Who's still around. Is still around. Still around. We still talk and... I actually know. was using Ross's phone today and his name popped up. He was calling to check in on her. And... Which actually was a butt dial, so it was an accident. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm... Yeah, I've just become so comfortable with with that part of her life and uh, the day... Francis was born, I was doing a lot of work on Ross's phone to text photos, uh, mm -hmm. return text messages, um, check her email, what, whatever. For whatever reason, I had her... Check my email. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't doing that. I was checking my email. I was checking on your apps. Yes. Uh, no, video and photos. Yeah, so I had her phone in my hands for quite a lot of the day. And at one point, I saw he wrote a very sweet text message to her. And I felt compelled to write back, hey man, it's Patrick, just want to say everything. She did amazing, uh, thanks for checking in. I wanted to do that and it felt like something I was going to do. And then eventually I just decided I didn't want to open the text thread, but uh, it feels like progress that- That's some compersion. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm making progress toward perhaps maybe one day meeting um, Whoa. I mean, having her now feels like, um, you know, the love that we have is deepening yes. in, uh, kind of really crazy ways. And, uh, yeah. I don't know, my mind and heart are just opening in ways that are sort of unexpected. Yes. And I will say that, uh, I just not being pregnant has actually made me feel like, um, there will be like a return to some of our life before like i look forward to being you know a queer kingster as a mom and no that won't happen right away not that it'll be as a mom but just that i can have these multiple identities that don't feel in conflict with each other and yeah, that I can have both. You know, I think I was really afraid that I wouldn't... And I mean, who knows? We'll see as the time goes on. But just that I have my body back. Like, I am breastfeeding constantly. But, like, I can remember and get back to some semblance of, like, oh, yeah, I can, like, go work out hard. And I can, like, go see other people <laughs> and be a sexual creature. And while I was pregnant, I did not feel that way at all. So even though I have this little bean to take care of, it doesn't feel limiting in theory, you know? And like, we still joke about sexual proclivities and like talking about our life before and it feels like the doors are still open. And um, I don't know, that just makes me like hopeful and grateful that it's, that these things can coexist, you know? But obviously, no rush. She's only three weeks old, and my vagina isn't healed yet. <laughs> Anything else? Well, I'm totally healed. Um, so I was, was going to see if you would mind if I went out tonight. Oh, with who? Nobody. Princess. I just have to get some time alone. Yeah, you just need to jerk off in a corner somewhere, right? <laughs> I was speaking more as a stressed dad. Oh, but still, 
jerk off in a corner somewhere too. I guess sex can be stress relief. Have you had? Have you been able to step a, step away again at any point? I've stepped away a few times. Impressive. I've had some step aways. Uh, impressive. I think I'll need to step away tonight before we get in the car tomorrow and spend a month straight at the in-laws. <laughs> you don't think you'll have to step away at the in-laws? Oh, I'll step you'll away. Have to. I will step away at the in-laws, but uh, it's just so much more complicated. It is. Yeah. You hear this, Francis? <laughs> Dad's trying to figure out where he's going to jerk off. <laughs> Oh, this poor thing. She has no idea what inappropriate conversations lay ahead of her. Mom, where are you going tonight? It's a Tuesday. Mom's going to see her special friend. It's going to be some, like, real Americans, the show The Americans, where we're just like, I have to go to work. I'm putting on wigs. <laughs> like, are you spies? We're like, kind of. Yeah, yeah we're spies. <laughs> Sexual spies. Well, I was. you said uh, you're not going to be a kingster as a mom. It got me thinking of... A character. You could be the mom dom. Mom dom. And you could just like ground guys. That sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> I'm, this is already too much work, quite honestly. All right. Bye. Bye. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing.